The following podcast is a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be sent to DeSantisProd at gmail.com. Are you talking shift? We are. It's time for the We're Talking Shift podcast. Now, now, now. Here to talk shift are your hosts, Lori Bischoff and Candace Parisi. We're talking shift. Hi, I'm Candace Parisi. Hi, I'm Lori Bischoff, and we're talking shift. Did you watch the movie The Secret? Honey, I have watched the movie The Secret, like, I don't know, at least a dozen times, if not more. And that was after I already was practicing the secrets of The Secret before I ever knew about the movie The Secret. Just saying. You're you're telling me right now that you could have... You could have written the book (laughs) and you could have been the star of the secret, the movie (laughs) 30 years ago. That's what you're saying to me. (laughs) Well, you know, that could be a stretch. Maybe not the star, maybe not the star, (laughs) because I haven't actually freaking mastered the secret yet. It is a work in progress always, but I was very well aware of the secret. It just wasn't called the secret when I was practicing it. What was it called? Basically called the law of attraction. Got it. Oh, we 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 dumped it down to the secret. Like it's something yeah. that not everybody knows about. It's just the chosen few. I mean, apparently. Hey, you know what? That's that was that was like the conspiracy. <laughs> right. But, hey, but well, you know what? We don't we want to talk about that today. We'll be no. we'll be off on a whole other let's tee that up for another day. Okay. Yeah. So so <laughs> well, I have Wait. a secret for you. Seriously, I, I do. I you have do. secrets. You have secrets for me. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. I've been trying to manifest something in my life since I was a little kid. I this morning I was in the shower and and of course when I'm in the shower I'm I'm singing, you know, oh. like on the top of my lungs. Oh joy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I'm singing at the top of my lugs. I'm really going for it. I'm into rap right now. Oh, <laughs> there is a visual. <laughs> ah. so, I'm rapping in the shower. Just hardcore gangster rapping in the shower and soaping up <laughs> for you to for you to think about. And it made me remember a time when I was a little kid. I'm telling you from like birth till about 10 years old, all I wanted to do was be a singer. And so when I was a little kid, what I would do, you remember Star Search? Remember Vague. that show? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so there was a star, there was a show called Star Search and every like once a week I would pack up all my shit in a suitcase and I would tell my mom that Star Search called and they want me to come there and they want me to audition because they're ready for me and my mom would just go with it every fucking time she would say all right and she'd put my shit in the car and then we would go to like Dairy Queen (laughs) 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 was that wait Dairy Queen so was that your mom's way of being like I know that if I just like Dairy Queen bells and whistles stars and shiny objects Dairy Queen that will get her off of the star search she'll forget all about it was that why she she did that (laughs) yeah I think that she treated it like it was a stop to start so she's like wait we have to stop here and get ice cream and so mm-hmm. i get ice cream and then she'd be like well 
they called they just called and they said that they want to talk about this more with you in a couple weeks and i was like oh damn but i had ice cream in my hand so <laughs> she was incredible she was a master manipulator anyway still today still this morning I am singing in the shower. I do not give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> there's people in the house. There's people. They can hear me. And oh. I'm still a terrible singer. So I. Oh. I <laughs> but, but wait, but wait. Do you have to be a great singer to bust out a great rap? N no, not necessarily. But ah. I think that I try to do like a Nicki Minaj thing where I where I rap and sing. She does both. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. And so I'm trying to do both. I'm just okay. not there yet. But this okay. is my secret is that I usually I have never told you that. I've never told you that I'm and by the way, if the secret is real, the, the law of fucking attraction is real, then I I've been putting a lot of thought into singing since I was born. I'm still not a good singer. Like what the fuck's up with that? What am I doing wrong, Lori? Yeah, yeah. Well, what are you doing? Well, you know what? Maybe it's the wrong genre. Maybe you should be a crooner. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you practice that next time you're in the shower sudsing up? And instead of rapping and twerking, maybe you could swoon and croon. <laughs> <laughs> or I could be a yodeler. A yodeler. Uh, yeah, and I'm sure that everybody else in the household will just delight to hear you yodeling in the yeah. shower. Yeah, so I don't care what they think. It's clearly. <laughs> clearly. So I now have new visions of you that I have never had before. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, can't wait till you come to visit. I'm putting yeah. you in the downstairs guest room. <laughs> yeah. You know, every time I come and visit you, you have the good soap. See, I just have <laughs> shitty like dove. You have like the good soap. And so I could really like hardcore rap and suds up. You've got that. You know, you got good soap when like it just gets you turn into a giant bubble, you know, <laughs> and it it's smells great. good. It smells yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you've watched The Secret oh 12 times is what you're telling me right now. You know, when. OK, so let's just back it up a little when that um, is it. I don't know, a documentary or a movie or kind of a mashup of the two, I guess, because uh, they have all these um you know, badass experts on there talking about it. But anyway, the thing came out, I want to say like 2007. And um, I was at this networking event um, about, I don't know, six months after it came out. And this um, this woman comes uh, over and sits by me and she's like, you look like a really fun person to sit by. I'm going to sit by you. And... Um, she starts talking to me. She's very gregarious and, and very, uh, you know, very out there, very networky, very opposite of me. <laughs> I was really hoping to just observe. I don't know why I went to a networking group because it's just not my deal, but whatever. I got roped into it. But she starts going, have you seen The Secret? She was like um, an addict. Mm. She was like somebody injected her with a big fat needle full of the law of attraction and she was spewing secret. I had no idea what she was talking about. I was like, no, I haven't. <laughs> but I promise she was so enthusiastic. I said, okay, I'll check it out. So, um, so I did. And I was like, oh, well, this isn't new. 
this is not a secret. This is something that I actually have been doing for a very, very long time. So uh, it, I thought, though, that the movie slash documentary was really good because it did bring a concept to a lot of people that were previously unaware of this law of attraction, which is, um, you know, I guess in um, spiritual metaphysics, the law of the universe. Mm -hmm. So I think, uh, you know, I think it's really cool. I think it's a really good starting point for people that are wanting to make changes in their, their lives that haven't previously been very successful about that, or they're stuck, or they just are wanting to, you know, explore it. So I think it's, I think it's cool. There's a, to me, there's a great refresher because, you know, it's something that I had already been doing for a long, long time, but, um, I like it. This is what I like about the law of attraction. Um, and, and basically the law of the secret is that it makes me feel like I have control over my life. Mm -hmm. And to me, that equals freedom. And I think a lot Mm. of people don't feel like they have control over their life. And, Mm. and to me, that would feel like I don't have any freedom. So that's why I like, that's one of the main things that I like about that is, is the sense of control I feel like I have. And I think that that's a valuable concept for people to consider. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I watched the movie too and I'm with you. Like I can see, I can see the, what makes people thirsty for this, uh, you know, wanting to feel like they can manifest whatever they want in their life. And they just have to think a thought a whole bunch of times. And, uh, you know, the whole idea around what you think about, you bring about, I get it. I think mm-hmm. that, uh, it simplifies things. I think that people can, um, definitely fail. And when people fail at stuff, especially something like trying to manifest what they want in their life, they start to talk shitty to themselves and then that counteracts the whole thing, right? Like as soon as we fail, we're like, well, that sucked. I did that wrong. And then I guess none of that stuff gets to happen to you. And so I think there's a high failure rate in the secret. I think that there, and the thought, you know, there's like a thousand, you have a fucking thousand thoughts a minute. Right. And Mm -hmm. so you, some of them you don't even know about. And so the, I I don't know. I I think that how do you hone in thoughts? Yeah. Well, I think that, I think that most people, most of us, um, until you really become aware of that and you, and you, start practicing it. I think we're all, um, very sloppy thinkers, Mm. very sloppy, sloppy thinking. I think that people have a tendency to start having thoughts about either past stuff that's Mm. already happened, future stuff that has not yet happened, or their thoughts are focused on what's they're observing right in front of them at the moment. Mm -hmm. And I think that for you to really manifest the things that are important to you in your life, you have to learn how to manage your thoughts. And I think that a lot of people are letting their thoughts run amok, like, you know, undisciplined kids running all over the place. And those thoughts are all producing emotions in you. So, you know, and it's the emotional part. It's that, it's that strong emotion that you're 
that you are feeling, that's the energy. That's the vibration, right? Emotion is energy in motion. That's what Mm. they say, right? So it's the emotional part of that that is pulling to you. You know, that's what is attracting stuff to you. Mm. So if you, I think that if you start to become aware of your thoughts and, and focus them and direct them mm-hmm. in such a way that you're going to produce emotions that feel good, that mm. feel better, that are powerful, you know, cause mo- emotions are powerful. So I think that what you're drawing to you, attracting to you is a vibrational match to what you're vibrating, mm. if you will, the emotions that you're putting out. Okay. So, yeah. So you can be paying lip service to, I want, you know, blah, blah, blah. I want a better relationship. I want a different job. I want a different house. I want a new car. I want a blah, blah, blah. But if your emotions are all focused on, oh, you know, I'm not good enough to have a better job. Oh, I don't have enough money to have a nicer car or a different house. Or, oh, you know, all men suck, so I'll never have a good relationship. If that's the stuff that you're actually feeling and dwelling on, even though you're paying lip service to the other things, the lip service is, is useless. It's the, right. it's, the, it's the emotion and the feeling that you're dwelling and living in. Right. So what you're saying is that if you're wishy-washy, about your thoughts and you can't just focus on the one thought then or the several thoughts that you're trying to manifest into your own life that there your life is going to be wishy-washy you're manifesting wishy-washy you're manifesting that kind of you know uh, uncertainty in your Mm -hmm. own life and so we can look at our life we can we could stare at our life and see pretty much our thoughts in our own life is what the movie i think that's what Mm -hmm. i got out of it Yeah. I mean, you know, in its simplest form, of course, I mean, there's always, there's more to, you know, what they're talking about in the movie. There's more to it, but I think that in its basic form, yeah. I mean, if you look around at your, um, at your circumstances for the most part, um, could that be a reflection of how you've been really at the deepest levels thinking and feeling and um and expecting and and there it is well the other piece of that that uh the reason why uh i'm on the fence on the secret whole secret thing is because i think that we're still developing our brains are still developing and so uh, we don't we don't do all the stuff well with our brain yet you know right. we do we do beat ourselves up we beat you know other people up with our minds we we are hurtful to ourselves like why would we even do that and so i mm-hmm. think we're we're moving into a space of being more fluid and and you know being more efficient with our brain but we're still only using like 2% of this thing you know yeah, I totally. I mean, it's uh, it's a practice. It is no different than um, going to the gym and building your muscles up. If you decide that you want to be a world class bodybuilder, then it's going to take a very specific, you know, practice. Mm-hmm. Consistent, consistent, and specific, and it's a and it's a practice. And in order to achieve the, you know, this the level of success you want to achieve at anything, that's what it's going to take. And it is no different with managing your thoughts. They're like little muscles, and you gotta you gotta be aware of them. You gotta 
you got to feed the right stuff, you know, into your brain and manage the thoughts and you have to, it's all the same thing. So the, the more you do it, the more aware, the more you practice, the better you get at it. And then I find that when, um, circumstances aren't showing up the way that you want them to, or situations arise that you're not happy with, or whatever the case may be, you are able to turn yourself around, turn the circumstance around or manage the situation more efficiently, better, quicker, once you have really practiced that than maybe you would have had you not practiced it. Right. Yeah. I'm a meditation and intuition growth junkie, as you know. And, Mm -hmm. and so in, uh, I, I think that it's, hard for me to connect that my thoughts uh, mean something as much as the secret puts out that they do because you know I'm I'm in the you know mental business of not thinking so much and so I'm trying to erase and not you know not pay attention to thoughts altogether and and mm-hmm. as you know and, and and stick with my intuition and so I think that um, you know, with my mind, it's tricky because I, I just don't, I don't believe it. I think that a lot of times our brain are, is lying to us. It's uh, telling us things that aren't true. It's, it's problem solving. The job of the brain is to problem solve. And so uh, I don't know, I don't know that I connect to my brain or I connect to that. I do it as little as possible. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> you yeah. can take that a couple of different ways. Yeah, just so, I try. I try very hard so, to think as little as possible <laughs> and stick with my intuition. My intuition has never lied to me. My brain, on the other hand, you know, told me I should eat a, an entire cake last night, and I think it lied, but ah, I did it. Your brain told you that. So, are mm-hmm. you sure that your mm-hmm. uh, intuition? Uh, <laughs> didn't, um, I don't know, collaborate with your brain and say, let's get together and make her eat that cake. <laughs> I don't think so. I think my intuition, if I was paying attention to it, would say, Hey, dumb, dumb, don't eat the cake. Huh? Mm, don't mm. eat the so, fucking cake. So how does, so your intuition would say to you, fill in the blank. So, so your intuition communicates with you. How? Hmm. I think it's uh, something that comes through me. I don't, I don't take it as something that's personal from me. You know what I'm saying? But I do think that in order for me to understand words, I have to use my brain. So I I see where you're going with this. (laughs) I see where you're going with this, Laurie. It's a trap. (laughs) I do. I feel the trap. I'm not going to be trapped by you. Your intuition, (laughs) you intuition told you with words that this is a trap. No, me knowing you so long knows that that's a knowing that I I know. So, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Nice try. Uh, Yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, I think that I think it's one of those things because I totally believe in in your intuition as well. And I get what you're saying because I have had feelings before like, "Mm, you know, I should pay attention to this and maybe think about this in a different way or go about this in a different way. And then I have ignored it because there was the other part of my process thinking brain. I don't know what the, you know, whatever the word is that, uh, probably the brain that said, no, why don't you just keep going in this direction? And then of course later it was like, 
Yep. See, I was right. I should have, I should have listened. I should have not done that, you know, or I should have gone a different way, you know, whatever. So I get what you're saying. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the language when you're talking about, I think intuition and trying to discern between how your intuition communicates with you and how your thoughts and emotions are slightly different or Mm -hmm. what, you know, where's the gray area there? Where is the integration? Do they meet? They're not like two completely separate things, but, or are they, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm just Mm -hmm. like throwing shit out there. Yeah. I think they're, they're, they're separate in that, um, one, uh, I think one has a, uh, you know, an agenda and one doesn't kind of deal. So your brain is, is, its agenda is to, to save you and to survive and to problem solve. And I think that, uh, intuition is more spontaneous, like jumping off a cliff. It's more risky. It's more extreme. It's more something where I'm allowing myself to move out of the way, move my brain out of the way. Don't they have to be like kind of collaborating though? Like if, if my intuition <laughs> is telling me to freaking jump off a cliff, my brain's going to be like, no, survive. You should not jump off that cliff. Why or, would my fucking intuition tell me to you, jump off a cliff? You just said that. Be, so, like jump off word. a cliff, like metaphorically. <laughs> metaphorically. Oh, oh, okay. Not jump Have, off a cliff. It's just, it, it feels like using my intuition feels like fall you know, like, like not being in control, like to your, to your point Uh, before, I think that you find freedom Mm -hmm. in that being in control of it. I find the freedom in not. Oh, there we go. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, (laughs) so speaking of (laughs) law of attraction, so uh, let me just say this. I have been practicing this literally since the mid 80s. Mm. So long before it got like super trendy. My my first vision board was done in 1987. Oh my god. And, yeah, and um and everything by the way, everything came to pass and then some on it. So I, I'm a big believer. I'm a big mm-hmm. believer. And we had we had nothing when I did the vision board. We had nothing but mounting debt. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So so let me just say that um I think that there's a lot of uh, value in considering the concept and considering the theory. Um, but it does, it does work both ways though. If you are, um, if you are thinking about stuff or if your day starts off, uh, in a, something, you know, happens that's, that's negative or, or just doesn't, uh, fit, fit well with you. You know, you just, you've had a crappy morning and then you're in a bad mood and then it just sort of spirals all day Mm -hmm. because, because you're dwelling in that you're thinking about it and then you're pulling to you more of the same stuff. And even somebody that's been practicing this, uh, for a long time, that can still happen. And I kind of like hate to admit it, but it happened to me mm-hmm. the other day. It mm. happened to me. And I was like, what the heck? I'm supposed to be really good at this. How is this happening? I guess it was a humbling reminder that I still have more work to do. But but it happened. <laughs> it was one of those days where I got, um, I got up and I checked my emails and I have this uh, email from the bank that says, oh, we stopped payment on your um, automatic bill pay for, um, you know, for one merchant that I had sent out a payment to. 
And um, I was like, well, why would they do that? Now it's going to be freaking late. And I thought, did I make a mistake? You know, did something happen? Did all the money get sucked out of my account unbeknownst to me? So I go online before I call Wells Fargo to make sure it wasn't an error on my part. I knew it wasn't. My intuition told me it was not, but (laughs) I said, trust, but verify. So I went online. I looked. Yep, plenty of money in there, just as I thought. So now I got to spend my time calling the bank to find out why my payment was stopped. And this was a payment on the uh, my monthly lease to my office. And so, you know, it was important to me. It wasn't like just, you know, direct TV or something. So I... Uh, I get on the phone and now I got to spend, you know, a half hour of my day listening to the worst Wells Fargo music ever. And it's the same shit they've been playing for like 20 years. I think just (laughs) note if anybody out there is ever listening, please, everybody send um, a petition to Wells Fargo saying change your music. Um, Anyway, so they tell me that, um, oh, after much research, it was a glitch on their part. Yeah, no shit. But here's the kicker. Uh, about two to three days, we'll have your money back in your account and you can reissue it. So I'm thinking to myself, I said, I don't think so. Let's just, let's just make it happen right now. I mean, mm-hmm. right. Cause, mm-hmm. cause I don't want to be messing with this in two or three days. And now my stuff's going to be late. So, um, she can't do it. No, that's just the way the system isn't designed to do that. And I'm thinking to myself, how is it that everybody on the planet can pick up their phone, have a device in their hand and move money around in a matter of seconds? You can live in a freaking cave in Afghanistan and make an instant bank transfer. (laughs) Right. It doesn't matter. So how is it that the bank needs two to three days to put my money back and then they're going to ask me to reissue it and take another three to four days to get it to the recipient? I was hot. hot. (laughs) It sounds like you were hot. I was. I was. So. So it went to the next person and then it went to the next person and, you know. I was like, oh, whatever. So I hung up. And the point of this is I was thinking about it then because that was really unacceptable, right? So I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking, man, when that case manager calls me back, I'm going to have to really give him a piece of my mind, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I'm thinking about it. So now what I've done is I've let myself get into the mode of thinking about the transaction that already happened. That's in the past, thinking about the conversation that's already happened, that's in the past and thinking about the one that has not happened yet. That's in the future. Right. So that's where my energy and my focus was for like, you know, an hour and a half. And it totally changed the whole way that um, that my mindset that I'm usually in the, the mood I'm usually in. Right. So then here's what happened. I had a really important appointment set up that day that I was, I spent a lot of time preparing for and it was, um, it was business and it was important and then it canceled. Uh, <laughs> and uh-huh. I was like, oh, no way. And so that got me, now I'm thinking about, now I have that to add on. What uh-huh. the heck? How is this even, you know what I mean? I went into that whole thing and I was annoyed. Mm -hmm. So then cut to dinner 
and my husband says, do you want to go out for dinner tonight? I'm like, I think I do, actually. I think I want to go out for dinner and a cocktail. So <laughs> we go out. We go out to dinner and I decide that I'm going to try something um, different on this menu that I have not tried before. I was like, you know, I think rather than the usual, I'm just going to try something different. This sounds good. I'll do that. And this is after I had told him about my day. Mm -hmm. So guess what? Guess how my dinner showed up? It was gross. Sucked. Yeah. (laughs) It sucked. I said to send it back. <laughs> God. <laughs> so there you have it. The law of attraction at work. And I went to my, I said to myself, you know what? This is exactly, I just like, I was vibrating in this place uh, all day long. And that is exactly what happened. And that has not happened to me for a long time. And I went, there it is right there, right there. So powerful I'm just manifester, that I'm powerful, powerful I'm, woman, I'm powerful. So I just said, I'm going to bed. I am going to not think about any of this shit ever again, except mm-hmm. now here I am talking to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how the rest of this day goes for you. Yeah, yeah. But see, now my emotion around it is different. Right. See, right. And that's what really matters. It's the emotion around it. Now yeah. I'm just laughing about it and I see, oh, you know, I can see how I can use this for, we're a great example. But um, anyway, so um, the moral of that story is I think banks are um, more about the law of extraction. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think, I think they are, they are apparently outside of the rules of the law of attraction and they have their own thing going on there. Law you hear of, that, Wells Fargo? You hear that? Yeah. Step uh, it up. It's time step to step up. up your game. Two to three days. What the hell? To put your money back, the money that never left. Okay. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. So, yeah. So what do you have to say about that? Well, I think that uh, you are an incredible manifester, and and uh, if 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 we could uh, easily manifest and get what we want in our life, both negative and positive, however that we would want to do that, then that every single day we just think about it and make it happen. I, I think there's momentum in that. I think that then we're taking charge of our life. I don't know if I'm a big gigantic believer in it, but I'm supposed to be. You know, I feel like I'm supposed to be and and I don't want to fuck with it too much because what if it is true? And then I'm like, <laughs> you know, you don't want to you don't want to step on the thing. So yeah, I'm going mean, to a law. Gonna, so it is a law. It is. I don't want to go to manifesting jail. It's, I don't, it's a I don't law. want to. <laughs> no, I, I would hate to see that happen. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a law. You would bail it's, me. You'd bail me out if I, I was a totally, manifesting yeah. I would totally come and bail you out. Absolutely. Thank that's you. that's what friends are for. And then you could serenade me with some like really cool rap crooner stuff. Let's <laughs> say that word one more time. Rap. Did, you say, did you say serenade or serenade? Serenade. Oh, no, ser- serenade. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> thank you. Say thank you. <laughs> right. That. I'll do that every day. <laughs> you don't have to bail me out of jail for that. I'll do that. <laughs> oh God. Okay. No, you know, it's okay. It's okay. I don't, don't feel like you need to do that. Just, you can wait until you're in jail and I get you out. That's okay. fine. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Fine. fine. I don't want to be greedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So, okay. Let's, um, 
let's uh, let's let's do a couple plugs here. We have some important stuff to share with people, and um, I think that we want everyone to know that they can find us on iTunes. And if you like what you're hearing, please check it out wherever you listen to podcasts and rate us, give us a rating and uh, leave us some comments. We would love to hear what you think. And also you can find us on Patreon where talk and shift on our Patreon page. And you know what? A little mystery here. Go and be part of the give a buck movement. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what it's about. It's just, you know what? But if you give a buck, go check it out and you can be part of our big movement. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to work with us personally, go to we're talking shift podcast.com and we're all over social media. Come check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at we're talking shift podcast. All right. Sweet. So uh, go out and make some shift happen, you guys. Yeah. You too, Gary V. The preceding podcast was a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be directed to desantisprod at gmail.com.